Welcome to Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. A Buddha is someone who's awake within the matrix and co-creating with divinity as a soul having a human experience. Each enlightened episode is dedicated to help you level up the energy field of your Merkaba. You can manifest the parallel reality that fits the best version of you. This podcast is for entertainment purposes and does not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Now, let's welcome your host, author Von Galt and her guest. Welcome to another podcast episode of Merkaba Chakras. I'm your host, Vaughn Galtz. And today we talk about how we all jump between different timelines and parallel realities with our consciousness and how we can raise our aura frequencies into higher dimensions of reality by reprogramming our conscious and unconscious beliefs about reality with author Miss Tamara Oviet. So with that, Miss Tamara Oviet, welcome to Merkava Chakras. Hi, I'm so excited to be here with you and all of your guests. Thank you. Oh, thank you for taking the invitation. I this is one of my favorite topics in metaphysics. Um, is 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 how do we change parallel into better and better versions of parallel realities, and how do we do that on a day to day level? So before we get into your work about this and how this work affects you and your clients. Can you tell us your story for how you got into it in the first place? Oh, wow. I just got goosebumps when you said that. Um, I I was raised in a Christian background. Um, I'd never talked to, I didn't even know if I believed in past lives. And I kept being told I had to be a healer. So I went and did all these different trainings. And I kept being told during the trainings that this was for my information and not what I would be doing. And um, in late 2011, I was talking to this gentleman online and he lived in England and um, he's like, come over here. I want to marry you. We'll live here. He's an attorney in England. So after about six months of talking with him, I went over there and I went for a walk one morning and I was walking through this graveyard and I was yelling at God, what am I doing here? I'm not going to marry this man. And I was told to go to the Roslyn Chapel in Scotland. So I booked a train and and an Airbnb the next day and took off to Scotland. And the following day, um, I went into the chapel and I connected and I was telling God, okay, God, I'm here. And I was told to go in the acoustic records. And when I did, I was met by this being. And I'm all, well, who do you and what do you want? Because I've never seen anybody in the acoustic records. I just go there for information. And he told me he was Lord Metatron. He was there to assist me. And um, this energy started flowing into the top of my head. It was a swirling vortex energy. And it was followed up by these golden seals. And they were stacked in. And I was dizzy. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I and um, I was told to ground, and I did. And and when we were driving away from the church, I heard you are now crystalline. Give these to others. So I called all my friends on Skype. Guess what happened? Do you want this? So I just started giving this to other people. And then I would notice that the seals didn't come in with it. And when I asked, it was because the golden seals were for practitioners, which I later started teaching people how to do what I do. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was doing sacred geometry. I had no idea what sacred geometry was. And then I received um, the tree of life activation, which is, um, I call it the Moses codes because Moses gave it to me. <laughs> he was there with the Lord Metatron. I'm all, who are you? And he's all, I'm Moses, you know, <laughs> it's like, okay. So I received that information, which, and then I saw the, 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 like in the auric field, I saw the tree of life and, and I would see it being repaired. And, but I didn't know what it was. And a friend of mine showed me a book because I was talking about what I was seeing. He showed me this book and I opened it up and it was the tree of life. And I went, oh my God, I'm doing this. So the, the first activations that came in were mostly sacred geometry activations that kept shifting me up and opening me. And I kept having all these masters. I ended up spending eight months in Europe um, in different areas. I'm not going to go through the whole story, but um, everything just kept opening up for me to go to these different places. And I spent three months in Italy, not speaking the language, being alone there over the sea. And for three months, I was just, well, really the whole eight months, I was being downloaded with information, understanding, and teaching. And all these different teachers came in and were giving me activations and teaching me about what I was doing. So it was very crazy, wild experience for me because it totally shifted my reality. Um, I mean, when I started this in 1999, I'd never even looked at a past life. <laughs> right, right. You know, so. Well, I have a couple of questions for you to kind of um, clarify um, your experience that that obviously you didn't get married to that chap. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I am married uh, now. <laughs> so it worked itself out. I'm sure he found another wonderful person to get married and have kids and live a wonderful life with. But no, um, years ago <laughs> he what he came back tried to come back a couple of years ago <laughs> <laughs> oh well it was not in the it was not in the the, the game plan um no, but he got me over there which was is what that was supposed to happen okay you know what I, mean? I was so, supposed to get over because i never would have taken that eight months to work on myself right right so he was he was he was contracted to be a catalyst for you yes absolutely okay um, well, thank you for his his part in being a catalyst for you and putting you in this beautiful journey that we can all learn and grow from. So um, quick question. So when you went into the Akasha Records, so when you go into the Akasha Records for the first time, just for people who are unfamiliar with what this process and its experience is like, um, is it like a, a, a surreal lucid dream that you have in meditation? It is? Okay. Um, you yeah, can you also can see things, but not, you know what I mean? They're not solid, but yet you can see them with your mind's eye. It's like closing your eye and imagining where you parked your car or what your mm -hmm. house looks like. It's that same type of vision you use when you're in the Akashic Records. 
Right. And and have you also been able to access it in your lucid dreaming as well as during the daytime when you're in deep meditation? Um, I can go in in seconds. Mm-hmm. So there there are a couple of ways just for people to know what, if they're, you know, I think I had the experience of going to the great library. Um, there are a couple of ways you could do it. And then you were met with Metatron. Can you did you? see a figure or an image was an energy what is metatron like for, for you i totally saw him um in the vision he showed me who he was and and um blonde hair blue eyes um a gown oh, he was yeah? wearing like a and and i'd never seen anything like that before so i asked him i mean i saw him and i asked him i said who are you because i didn't know who lord metatron was at that time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for First four months after starting to work with him, I, I never knew who he was. And then I Googled him and I was blown away mm-hmm. on, on all the write-ups about him. <laughs> I had no clue. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't. And I wasn't supposed to at that time because I wouldn't at that time I wouldn't have felt worthy of talking to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, why me? I mean, because this whole thing for me was why me? You know, I was living quite a lovely life um, in my 3D world, mm-hmm. um, doing very well, being very successful. And um, when I started the healing path, everything changed. Everything crashed, you know, yeah. um, of all my belief systems. Yeah. So Metatron, Metatron is um, he has a he has a school of healing in the spirit world and um Oftentimes, it's very advanced souls that get teachings from Metatron. And they're usually in the healing path, which is very metaphysical. Um, So the golden seal, it's only for practitioners. Can you explain why it's only for practitioners? It's because it gives them the codes and the knowledge and the understanding and the program in order to offer these activations to others. Okay. And these activations for others, um, what can somebody, when they get these activations, what can they expect to happen or what have people said happens to them? Your life changes and it keeps changing. It's metaprogramming for the human human biocomputer. And what that means is this, this programs that they receive, these, these, these activations they receive are intelligent and they keep working with you for days, weeks, even months, and they keep shifting you up because you know how consciousness is kind of like a spiral up, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it keeps spiraling you up and changing your belief systems in all areas of your life. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it changes you in every single way of your life, your relationships, your health, your abundance, your psychic abilities, it all starts shifting when you're working with this energy. This is synergy isn't just for one thing. It's for everything. And it's for helping you expand your life so that you can live within the flow. Mm-hmm. So you cannot get caught up in the fourth dimensional programming that's running the 3D world. I mean, most of us are in 5D now, but we're still being affected by the fourth D, you know, and that's really where all the programming comes in. Um, that's, I call that the level of heaven and hell. And that's where the collective consciousness gets pumped in with all these different belief systems. And, and you were talking about the Mandela effect, or I read something about that Mm -hmm. with you. And 
And it's all that consciousness, that belief system and those programs are all put into the fourth dimension. And, and it keeps the third dimension, you know, locked in of, in that fear loop. And so when we're living in that 5d, when we're living in that reality, the 4d and the 3d no longer affects us. Mm -hmm. You know, they talk about living in two different worlds and how the world's going to split. You know, we're all in this together. It's just us that is living in 5d, 6d, 7d are no longer affected by what's going on in the 3d world. It just, it no longer affects us. And, um, it can pull you back in if you let it, you know, it can pull you in and spin you around and spit you out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you go, Whoa, what was that? You know what I mean? Okay. Now back on my path. Right. So, um, yeah, anyways, <laughs> no, Did no, but, yes. It's very, very good information. I asked a lot of these questions to get a deeper, um, dive just so that people can understand if they are going through that themselves, yeah, um, of, of, of of markers that they recognize like oh that did happen to me and that did happen oh that that, that did happen so it just kind of it's confirmations for other people um to know when somebody's having similar experiences that and they hear some of these details it helps them confirm their personal experience that's why i ask a lot of these deep deep dive questions but i completely i completely understand um now when in your trip to europe you basically had a bunch of synchronicities where one door will open for another a lead will open up happenstantially to another which is not supposed to connect but somehow it connects and you had all these different teachers were they physical teachers or non-physical teachers that were teaching you different lessons non-physical teachers i had a lot of different aliens come in oh what kind of of aliens um were were teaching you the octarians were coming in um lira mm-hmm yeah, and what did the Arcturians and the Lyrans teach you? Uh, oh, a lot. I mean, I've been learning with them and connecting with them um, really over the last 10 years. Um, so it's all, I, I'm not a big researcher. I'm a receiver. Mm-hmm. You know, I receive the information. I receive the healing abilities. And I I live my life. And 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 then I'm taught more stuff. And I'm taught another level. You know, I just like you're talking about jumping timelines. I just went up again last mm-hmm. week. I went to, to I mean, because I've been living in the sixth dimension a lot lately, going in between five and six, not really paying attention to anything that's going on in the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, all this stuff. I, I was. Um, that's just the third dimension organizing itself and clearing up old baggage that it can't take with it. Exactly. Yeah. I right. call it um, the night of the soul for the planet. <laughs> the purge that's another word <laughs> yeah it's a big purge it's a big so, purge yeah what was i talking about <laughs> so 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 the Arcturians and the Lyrans, when they came to you so you were let's say you were in italy did they did they come to you in lucid dreaming and then teach you this stuff or how did they come to you how did you meet no, them no i just i could see them like right in front of me like um, when I first started receiving the activations, mm-hmm. I had moved to somebody else's house in London. Somebody uh, had interviewed me um, and I sent him an email and I said, hey, I'm looking for an uh, inexpensive place to stay. Mm-hmm. And so he invited me to come and stay with him and his girlfriend in London. And um, 
while I was there I, at night, I was just always working on myself and I would go into meditation and Lord Metatron um, took me to Arctus. And I met this tall um, blue being standing there. Mm -hmm. How tall was the blue being? Oh, God, I don't know. Eight feet, nine feet. Not really what, sure. Was it a humanoid shape or what kind of shape was it? Yeah, humanoid. Was it wearing skinny clothes? Arms, skinny legs. Yeah. Skinny arm. It was wearing clothes? Really? What kind of clothes yeah. was it wearing? It's just like a gown. Just it's a gown? Okay. Did it have a gender or was it androgynous? Yeah, it was female. It was female, so it had a female essence? Yeah. Okay. Her name is Shaw. Her name is Shaw? Yeah. And, and, so, and so when you, at night when you're going to bed and you're doing your deep meditation at night to kind of get ready for bed and, and you're basically doing a, a, a meditation to go into a lucid dream, then you would have this this vision of Metatron coming to you and going, okay, now we're going to take you to this planet to meet this person that's going to teach you some basics of XXX. So Shaw, do you know what planet she was from? Yeah, that's Arctus. Yeah. Ar Arctus or Arcturian? Arcturian. Arcturian, okay. And um Sorry. no, no worries. And the Arcturians, like can you like what are some of the what are some of the lessons that that can you kind of ramble off a, a couple? It just gave me activations and yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean it could go really deep, um, which I'm not prepared to do this evening. Right, 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 um, right. So they yeah. gave you a bunch of downloads. Yeah. They they gave you a bunch of downloads for different for different um, knowledge, and a download is is it's kind of like with if you look at a picture, a picture is worth a thousand words. That's like a download. Like if you if you go through and you present all the information, it's like a thousand words plus for a, a simple picture. So and then you just got a huge bulk yeah, of just, information, yeah. kind of like a huge Absolutely. mega um, a gigabyte of information. So exactly uh, gigabyte because it's like we're computers, right? Mm -hmm. And these activations, they're like a, a piece of software. It's like downloading a new piece of software that gives your computer new abilities right? and right. also cleans out um, old programming that it's old programming. So mm -hmm. it cleans out the old programming and upgrades the programming. That's what sacred activations does. Um, and that's what I received with these activations. Like they gave me alchemy in the third, fourth and fifth dimension. Mm -hmm. And uh, it took me a while to run those because they scared me because I Why saw Why did they how scare you? Because I was changing so fast. Like you're saying, jumping timelines, everything around me kept shifting so fast. It freaked me out. I was afraid oh. with alchemy of the third, fourth, and fifth dimension, what my life, what was going to happen. I was scared. <laughs> That's understandable. That's understandable. So um, so you had the Arcturians, you had the Lyrians. Did you have any other? Um, I had some gray beans. Um, I don't know where they're from. I never asked them. Okay, so, some grays. Um, any yeah. others or were those the primary um, alien those type? are the primary yeah and then and then did you have any humans or uh, master teachers that were were human or any um, kind of spiritual beings the planet. jesus came to me buddha um okay. yeah okay so you kind of had you, you kind of had the um the pack 10 <laughs> of yeah. those those are the heavy hitters okay so I can tell that I can tell that the like Arcturus, um, Lyrans, those are the heavy hitters. Um, Jesus, Buddha, 
Kwanya. Those are the heavy uh, hitters. Yeah. yeah. Mary, Mother Mary. Mary gave me an activation. Mary Magdalene gave me an activation. It's called Center to Saint. Because mm-hmm. everybody always, you know how they labeled her a center. Right. So it releases you from all those belief systems that you're a center. So that you can stop having those belief systems. And then so they stop creating all that stuff for you. Right. But well, people, people can put labels on things, but you don't have to accept the labels they give you. It, it no. is your is your acceptance that gives them um, consent. True, to have, to have them affect to have them affect you. So, and, um, and, but a lot of that's in your subconscious programming mm-hmm. that you receive from birth or even before birth, and um, through your family relationships and how you were raised. Right. I mean, you know. I, I was raised as a Christian, so that was like pounded into me of that, you know, you're a sinner. Right, right. And yeah, so a lot of people have those in their in their conscious in their collective consciousness, and it's running in their lives and they don't even know it. I mean, there's so many of them. That's just one. You know what I mean? That's right. One of those. Yeah. Right. So so let's break down timelines and parallel realities. And how our everyday decisions about ourselves and reality affect these timelines and parallel realities we pop in and out of. So um, how are Mandela effects, which is basically consciousness observing the multiverse, a hint from God that we are non-local consciousness traveling between different versions of our avatar in the multiverse? Can you give us some insight about that? Well, we are living um, consciousness on different levels and multi-universes. Most of us aren't familiar with that. Um, I've really worked on bringing all my energy into the now so that I could really be present and be in Mm -hmm. my power without being scattered. Because you can be living in in, in multi-universes, multi-timelines. You can be Because li- if time doesn't exist, that means you're also living in your past lives, right? And in mm-hmm. your future lives. Mm-hmm. And so your spirit really, world lives. Yeah. So I've really focused on bringing it all into the now. Mm-hmm. So that I'm not scattered and I can really be a present here on the planet and contribute, you know, to, to the evolution of humanity by helping shift out the consciousness. But with timeline and parallel universes, a lot of my experience with that is, is work I've done. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I was looking at a relationship that I was in with somebody else. And, and I went into a past life with that Mm -hmm. relationship. And I saw this, this horrible lifetime of, of, of him dying, being sacrificed in Mayan land and, and me killing myself on the beach, stabbing myself in the stomach, being pregnant is what I saw. Right. Mm-hmm. It's funny because my oldest son is both my sons are adopted, but my oldest son was um, born with water in his lungs mm-hmm. and, and had to be on a ventilator and they put it through his side. And he used to always tell people he was stabbed there. Well, I looked at that past life. I stabbed myself in the stomach in that lifetime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I looked at that lifetime, I said, well, wait a minute. Our souls break off and have different experiences. So what was the alternative experience? And the alternative experience was, is he didn't win the game and he didn't get sacrificed. And therefore we lived our life. Mm-hmm. So I said, I want that lifetime. Instead, 
Mm-hmm. So I pulled, so I saw this whole program pulled out of my hard drive. And then I, I witnessed this new program being laid in. And about a week or two later, I heard spirit God say, look at your past lives. Cause I can just pop in and look. Mm-hmm. And when I did that and I looked at my timeline, they had all changed. It had changed everything. Mm-hmm. It was the same people, same places, but the outcomes and the experiences were all different because I changed that one lifetime program. Mm-hmm. And I know that helped me become in the relationship I'm in now. Cause this is, I'm in, I'm married to an old boyfriend from 25 years ago that right. I never could have had a relationship with unless I had this healing. Right. You know, right. I totally changed that program. Right. So, so, and we have these exercises. I, I do these uh, exercises as well, where we just change the back history um, through meditation through lucid dreaming or even through quantum hypnosis um, with my clients and also with myself where if you see something and you you don't you you know the outcome you learn the lesson then the point is to learn the lesson you don't necessarily have to go through the experience so if you learn the lesson you can go back to that part in your existence or that part in your your past lives and um change the outcome to something else and when you change the outcome to something else you change that energy field of you because now you healed you no longer need that lesson anymore to keep coming up and manifesting in your life because you're no longer attracting that similar lesson to learn and grow from it because you just learn and grow by making that decision to change that timeline because you you have learned that lesson and you no longer need that and so right. as a result, when you change the energy field by making different choices and reprogramming your past lives or your past decisions about whatever it is that is work, work you're working with right now, you physically change the reality. And as a result, aspects in your present reality will be different, hence yeah. personal Mandela effects. So did you right. see any kind of like, changes in reality after you made the decision yeah i was done with that relationship and um i moved forward and and then i you know ran into my my husband i mean we used to date in california we reconnected in florida and we moved to mexico within six months (laughs) oh wow okay so so you completely change the it changed everything it 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 you basically jumped into a different timeline or different reality from what you were already headed at had you not done that healing yeah. do you have any similar cases or any other cases with clients that you worked with who they did a healing on something on a program that no longer served them they understood yeah. it and then now aspects in their life are completely different had they not done that work do you have any of those oh, cases yeah. A lot of cases. Well, the sacred activation is not just with timelines and parallel universes, because that's just one of the aspects and one of the classes I teach that help you with the sacred activations energies. Um, but I've had clients that was on a walker for over a year. I ran three activations on her. The next day she was off the walker. Um, I've had people going in for surgery for cancer. Um, they go in for surgery, everything's gone. Everything mm-hmm. is totally shifted. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, there's just so much in so many different ways. It's not just health. 
it's, I have a driver here in Mexico. I don't drive in Mexico. It's about the same price to have a driver and it is to own a car and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, right. Mm -hmm. With the car. So my driver went from um, struggle all the time. He now has five car rentals. He rents Mm -hmm. cars. He's doing tours. He's doing really well in his life. So, and and the counselor going from crying saying she's going to have to cancel and close her business to she's a psychiatrist to um, having to turn clients away. Right. Right. So, so, so so a lot of your clients get to a point in their life where something is not working the way that they want it to work. Like something's not working. So they come to you and do the modalities that you use you send them the frequency the the higher frequency to address whatever dense issue that's holding down their personal frequency you basically recalibrate them with the sacred activations process mm-hmm. and then they they move on wearing that new clothes that new energy signature and mm-hmm. then that new energy signature matches them to a reality that is much more much more positive uh, much more mm-hmm. fulfilling had they not came into your office and basically retune or recalibrate their, their aura field or their, their. Okay. So I totally get that. I totally get that. Um, So when, what typically happens in this line of spiritual work, when you're working on yourself to raise your frequency, or you go to a practitioner and you need somebody to kind of help facilitate your personal healing and amplification of your energy signature, because some people need a facilitator as a kind of a permission. Right. Oh, to, yeah. I need you to help my hold my hand because I'm not able to do it myself quite yet. I'm not there, but they need a, those, so they'll seek a practitioner to kind of help them kind of hold the hand and, and help them guide in this process. Um, some people will use technology or mantras or any other kind of modalities to kind of give them permissions to move forward and work on this um, this energy work on themselves so they can raise their frequency. And what typically happens is many of these clients open up their spiritual six senses that do not open up at the lower frequencies. So have you had that where people come back to you with, I got a new sixth sense and I need to learn how to deal with it. Tell us some of those cases. Constantly. I mean, with sacred activations, it's different activations and it's different programs and it's actually energy. It's not just a guided meditation. It's very powerful energy, and I would love to do a couple activations for you and your audience. If yeah, sure. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So it's an experience. It's not, I mean, yes, I, I teach people how to use this and give this to others, but it's really about receiving these energies to now facilitate and help others. Do you know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is really, it's all about energy. Mm-hmm. That's what this is all about. It's and it. And it just keeps changing you and keeps shifting you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could go on and on all night long about, you know, my clients and their shifts. And it's just so many different ways. Yeah. Well, um, what what can you tell us one or two examples of one of the most profound six senses that your clients, when they do this um, development work on themselves that they've had? What, what six senses are the most well, the sixth sense is meaning like their psychic abilities, their intuition. Or, or, yeah, any kind of sixth sense that they develop afterwards. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, uh, Patricia, she came to me and, and wanted to work on her intuitive abilities. She's now um, an author with four books out. She's a channeler of light language. 
and she's doing really well in life. I just had her on my own show. Hmm. Um, and, and I've talked to her, like I've, I've had a hard time. Sometimes I'm just got so much going on. I really need to connect. So I talk to her and then it helps me connect and I connect and I receive all this information. So she's that person. Mm-hmm. And when I met her, she wasn't that person. And it was funny because um, I used to do a lot of private sessions. And mm-hmm. when I was talking to her, she said she wanted to work on her intuition. And I said, well, I'm here and I've got to run um, family constellations activation for you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. So I ran that activation and then come to find out she hadn't been talking to her kids for two years. Mm-hmm. And within a couple of days, her kids contacted her. And they started a relationship again. So she came to me, her intuition expanded like crazy. She's, she's one of the most intuitive people I know. And, and her, her family changed. Mm -hmm. Our whole family relationship changed. And that happens a lot with families when you receive these activations, because it shifts all of those energies so that your relationships with your families change. Right, I have a fantastic right. relationship with my family now. And they used to all talk about me. I was the black sheep of the family. Now mm-hmm. I'm the rainbow sheep. <laughs> <laughs> the rainbow sheep. <laughs> That's funny. Um, you know, just for people, the audience members to understand this, I, and I'll put the link on the research in the show notes um, so you guys can go there and understand this. But um, we have in Buddhism, we have a we have lots of mantras, and you think they're just positive words, uh, nice hymns to say, etc. But the popular one that many Buddhist monasteries use is Kuan Yin, which is the master teacher and bodhisattva. Um, and hers is Om um, Mani Padmi Hum. And when they took Om Mani Padmi Hum. It's it, when you say it correctly, you actually hear the resonance. Omani Padme Hum. You can see there's a different tone. But, anyways, it does have a message in there, which is basically you are the jewel inside the lotus. Um, but when they put the mantra into scientific studies, they found that at different parts of the mantra, it sent out different hertz frequencies, like 432, which is a, a healthy person, right. and just heart, yeah, the different hertz frequencies. Each line sends a different hertz frequency. So by the time you end that mantra, the um, Quan Yin's mantra, um, it just layers on one hertz frequency to another hertz frequency to another hertz frequency. It's basically retuning the person into a healthier state. Uh, nice. of, of consciousness and energy field right. so um so and and we know this in buddhism and and they they know this also in hinduism where uh vishnu or shiva's mantra does the same thing as well because it it layers on different levels of hertz frequencies that affects the person listening to it on an energetic level to 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 retune them recalibrate them into a higher level of consciousness a higher more healthy frequency so um, that's the science behind some of these mantras and so when you talk about sacred activations and frequencies and and you have um chants or meditations that 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 you've gotten from these teachers there's actual science behind them okay 
And and what it is is basically recalibrating you into a higher frequency. And we know this in light and sound frequencies that you can change physical DNA from the frequencies that is emitted to the person. So I'll put that in the show notes for you guys to geek out as well. So I just wanted to kind of um, clarify some of the mysticism behind mm-hmm. some of the activations and the modalities that you use as well. That when they look at it in a in a medically scientific way, there's actually a lot of um, sound frequencies that are programmed into the the chants. So um, with that, let's try out some of these these uh, activations. Absolutely. So um, you take ahead. Quan uh, Yen came to me and gave me an activation, and this clears out the sorrow and the sadness in your heart. So you know how we carry a lot of sorrow and sadness for ourselves and for the world. Mm-hmm. So let's do the Kuan Yin activation. Sure. I've done that in a long time. I'm so excited to do that. And um, let's do the Lord Metatron, which is going to activate up to 18 strands of DNA, depending on where you're at. It's not going to blow you out. It's going to it's going to do that spiral thing and keep working with you. And this is really going to help your intuition and and to really line up and to be in the flow. And then since we were talking about um, the tree of life, let's do the tree of life activation also. And the tree of life activation is going to help you if you're an artist or a writer or anything to be able to be more focused on what you're doing. I've had people say that they had been through menopause and when they received the tree of life activation, they started their period again. Mm -hmm. And so it also is known to reverse aging. Mm -hmm. That's good. Do you have just uh, just out of curiosity? Do you have um, Yeshua or Jesus or uh, Mary Miriam and Magdala? Their their activation? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Can you yeah, pick one okay. of those that you feel that you feel Let's strongly? Let's do the Christ consciousness. Ah, oh, I love it. Let's do the Christ consciousness. And this is this is uh, an activation you got from whom? Jesus. Jesus. I was staying okay. on a mountaintop and he came to me and put his hand on my heart. Love it. And just for the yes. audience members, when I say Yeshua ben Yosef, that's the Buddhist understanding of Jesus. In Islam um, or in Muslim, he is Isa. So we're talking about the same people. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. They just show up in different. Yeah. Wearing different suits for different people. Right. So go ahead. Take it away. Okay. So just a little explanation, you guys. You can't do this wrong. If you're open to this, you're going to receive it. Some of you are going to receive this right away. Some of it's going to take three weeks to integrate. Some of you are going to maybe feel unwell after this. Just just ground and connect into Mother Earth and just understand it's your stuff purging and not to stress out or go into fear. Okay. And some of you are going to be full of energy and can't sleep tonight. And then others will need to sleep extra. It's just really up to you. But And a lot of times this hits you about three days later and you might get really tired and need to sleep for the day. Just understand it's your frequency and it's your energy shifting and changing. And and you need that rest in order for that new vibration to be installed and and to be activated. So I just want to let you know that and I'm going to be silent while I do this. I connect to source energy. Um, I've had many, many teachers, but the energy is always from one place zero point, the eye of God, whatever you want to call that, that's where this energy comes from. Um, so let's start with um, Kuan Yin. 
And you can just go ahead and just close your eyes if you would like. So this is going to release sorrow and sadness from your heart. Okay, we're going to do the Lord Metatron, which activates up to 18 strands of DNA, depending on where you're at. Okay, we're going to do the Christ consciousness. Tree of life. Um, Buddha's coming in and asked me to run um, the Buddha activation, which is compassion.
I'm given one more activation to offer you, and that is healthy boundaries. Okay, bring your energy into Mother Earth when you're ready. And as you're integrating, just a reminder, this is the start of this. So you receive these codes and they're going to continue working with you. Very good. It's very relaxing. Yeah. I could fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so I was breathing really deep, long and slow breaths in and really deep, long breaths out, in and out. So as, as I was doing that, so these are silent activations. You don't actually say words. No, this is, it's, you're receiving a frequency, you're receiving energy. And it's for you to have your own experience. If I'm doing a guided meditation, I do do guided meditations. But if I do a guided meditation, then you're listening to me. And you're not focusing on your own inner stuff. Because things will come up and they'll shift. Mm -hmm. So I'm silent so you can have your own experience. Right, right. Um, a, a, a couple things I want, I want to understand is, um, okay, so I've said this before, and in I, I could say the same thing, but it depends on the audience. And so when I speak and to a podcast and the audience is maybe like a Buddhism, another Buddhism podcast or another Asian podcast, and I speak about Christ consciousness and Yeshua, you know, just kind of like I casually do about Kuan Yin, Buddha, Metatron, whoever. Um, right. It, it's just a normal conversation. But in some parts of the world, they, they, they have this conversation or this thought that Christ consciousness is just Yeshua, just Jesus, nothing else. And in Asia, in Asian philosophies and in Buddhism, Christ consciousness is a crystalline consciousness of a, of somebody who has a higher developed consciousness. It's a direct connection to the Christ light, which is the creator itself. So it's greater and bigger than anything that's ever been created. It is, the lord itself and that direct connection to it so that's a concept of christ consciousness do you want to explain to people who may be confused that it only is the christ of yeshua which it is and more do you have anything well, to kind yeah. of clarify well, that it doesn't matter what religion we follow or we grew up in this is all about a universal consciousness a universal love a universal um, connection because we're all connected and we're all one. It doesn't matter what language we speak, what we look like, or what religions or anything else. We're all connected into that energy. Mm -hmm. And in this game, in the 3D world, you know, it's that's been shut down a lot. Yeah, and we're, so like we're learning separation and labels on things. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was in the I I've I've done classes on labels and boxes um, because a lot of people label themselves as as a Buddha or a Christian or gay 
or me, mine was um, that I actually just discovered when I went to um, Glastonbury. I went to Glastonbury, England a couple of months ago, and I was walking through the Abbey, which is the heart chakra of the world. And I heard um, label, um, world peace is also a label in a box. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh my God, because I was living for world peace. I was working with people for world peace. Out there. Yeah. So, I mean, I was also working in here and I knew it was an inside job, right? But I still had that separation. So it was like I had to help everybody get into peace in their hearts so that we could have world peace, right? Mm Because I don't pay attention to the wars and all that. I have no idea what's going on. I mean, when I hear something, I'm all, what? Oh, (laughs) I had no idea that was going on in that world, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? Because it's just not part of my consciousness. But I'm sorry, I'm spacing out again because I just did these activations. Oh, no, no, it's totally understandable. But no, I really like what you said about not being being so caught up in ident- identifying so much with uh, labels. Um, yeah, I think so. labels. I think labels is um, an aspect of ego, um, ego identity. It is, but it's also collective consciousnesses. So if true. you label yourself as uh, spiritual, then you're picking up the whole program of the spiritual community. Mm-hmm. If you if you label yourself Buddha, you're picking up all the collective consciousness of of them, mm-hmm. of of that consciousness. So then you start running things and acting things and having programs that really don't suit you. So if you could just be who you are without having to be labeled this or that, I mean, I felt really lost for a while. I'm all I'm not Christian and I'm not spiritual. Where do I fit in? No, you're you everything, you're everything and nothing. Exactly. Exactly. But that's part of that process of not labeling yourself this or that, but I was labeling myself as world peace. Mm-hmm. And when I discovered I was doing that, everything shifted. What I'm doing is the same, mm-hmm. but I've shifted. I shifted because the world just needs love. We know that the world doesn't right. need to be safe. Right. Um, but I shifted into doing this out of joy and happiness and excitement for people instead of having to help them so we can have world peace. Right. You know oh, I mean? If everybody just worked on having peace for themselves, then that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. And then right. that is the outcome. Anyways. Right. So, um, stop yeah, trying. That, to, exactly. Thank stop you. Trying to change, yeah. Stop trying yeah. to change the reflection in the mirror, change you and the reflection in the mirror will reflect changes. your personal exactly. changes. So, yeah, um, you focus so, on you and your life and everything around you starts to change. Everybody around you starts to change. Well, yeah, because you, then you change your frequency because then you no longer resonate at that certain perspective and that certain beingness that has its own resonance. When you go to a higher resonance, then you change your frequency and the reality has no choice but to match your new resonance. So for people who are, um, want a little bit more understanding of the definition of Buddhism or to be a Buddha, or it comes from the Sanskrit word bud, which means to be awake within the matrix. That's it. Just be awakened within the matrix, however you want to be awakened, however you want to create within uh, creation. That's it. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's definition. So when you really understand the definition of um, this word then you understand it doesn't really have any labels it's 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 a very broad definition of how you want to exist within physical reality 
Um, the yeah. other thing also is you gave um, the activation for Buddha for compassion, which is, I, I thank you for giving that one because I always say this, um, what is coming forward in humanity's accelerated evolution path in now and in the near future requires a lot of compassion to not mm -hmm. want to become extremely bitter and violent. Yeah. And that is a very, very highly evolved um, level of consciousness to choose compassion over yeah. violence, revenge, and just sheer bitterness. Okay. Yeah. So that is really good that Buddha brought that for myself and for the audience to have. Yeah, and then, of course, healthy boundaries as well is always really good. So thank you for those activations. Uh, I have a right. couple more questions for you as well. So what happens when 1% of the world's fifth dimensional people reaches these highest states of consciousness in the physical body? I think Dr. David R. Hawkins said it was a thousand level of consciousness in the physical body before the body can't handle this much energy. And then it goes into non-physical realms. But what happens if 1% of the world's population reaches these highest highs? Well, we are a, a collective consciousness, right? We're like the internet. We are all connected. So what happens is every time we're changing and we're going up that ladder of consciousness, mm -hmm. it changes the whole reality of the planet. The matrix, that game will no longer be able to survive. It just will collapse because we're not holding that vision of it anymore. And then we'll see the reality. And what happens to the other 99%? That's their new reality too. Because this game that we're playing is only for the 1%. It's for us to see our power and to get into our power of, of pure consciousness and pure connection to source energy. And we shift the whole collective consciousness and they come with us. I mean, sure, there's a separation now because a lot of people are still stuck in the third dimension and being ruled by the fourth dimension. A lot of us are living in the fifth dimension, but we're not splitting off and going into another world. You know, our loved ones are still here. And a lot of these people, this 99% are background actors or supporters. What good would the game be if it was only the 1%? We need all of this in this game to learn. And we're learning about our power. We're learning how to manifest. We're learning how to create heaven on earth right here and right now. Right. And right. so the more right. you can focus on that, the and anything you do affects the collective consciousness. So if you're listening to this podcast, you are part of that percentage that is shifting the world just by being you, just by working on you, just by creating your heaven on earth. Whatever that means for you, right? You know, whatever that means for you, whatever life that brings you joy, that's what you're supposed to do. You don't have to go out and be a mega star or or feed all the poor or or save everybody because that's all part of the program. That's all part of the lack and limitation programs that are playing out. These people are actors. We're all actors. Right, right. There's no and reason to get angry at anybody out right. there and that everybody's actors and doing their role right and for people who are doing these different things that might be part of their of of, of yeah. their pre-life plan and the things that they need to do just like you have a different 
trajectory in terms of things that you came here to do in your life and to experience as well. You know, um, this has already been scientifically proven that 1% of people who are higher frequency do affect the 99% positively. They did this in the Maharishi studies of meditation for, they've done over a thousand studies. I put the link in the show description for you guys to geek out on where they physically came up with a number that it only takes 1% of any given group of people, whether it's a group of five people meditating or hundreds of people meditating in a specific area at the time when they're meditating and they're connecting to Christ consciousness, direct connection to source and um, having thoughts of a positive outcome and bliss for everybody and love for everybody, the physical environment is reduced in crime, reduced in yeah. um, in incidents in the, the area. Everybody's happier and it's just much more positive. And they don't know it because we're all connected to one another, inter- interconnected. But somehow this energy field this Christ consciousness, higher frequency energy field of the creator permeated through everybody in that area because 1% chose to be in those higher frequencies and directly connect to source. And so it had no choice but to affect everybody else around it who's unconsciously being affected positively. So this is already scientifically proven as a factual science. After thousands of studies, um, Dr. David R. Hawkins of the Map of Consciousness said this as well in his life work, that um, when you are in these higher levels, you offset millions of people. Yes. Yes. I love him. And one of his books sitting right here. (laughs) The eye. The eye is good. The eye is almost to a thousand calibration. But yes, he has a lifetime of work and he's a mental health doctor for the largest mental health facility in New York City when he was um, practicing medicine at the time. And so you can't say he's crazy, Um, but he even said in his life work that people in these 600, 700, 800, 900, even 1,000 level consciousness offset millions of people. So one person can offset millions of people. That's how powerful this 1% is. And I'll put that in the show. One person. One person. Oh, you and me, we're offset, we're offsetting millions of people already. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So that's really what we that's all we have to do. Exactly. And and I'm constantly hearing how everybody's life change, everything changes around you when you're shifting your frequencies, however you do it. Right, right. But it shifts your frequencies and it shifts your whole life around you. And if you're upset about something, you don't have to be mad at somebody. You go work on you. And why is that reflecting to you? You know, I mean, I'm a newlywed and and this has been new for me. And because I was single for a really, really long time, 25 years. And and when I would get mad at him, I learned to go just work on myself. And then he changed. He would change how he acted. So I didn't have to say anything to him about it. I would go work on myself and why it was affecting me. And then he would change and we get along fantastic. We're together 24 seven, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's all about changing you and then everything around you changes. Right. Reality, reality, physical reality is just recalibrating itself to the user constantly. Right. Constantly, which everything's is- available for us. Everything's available for us. It's our own limitations that stop us from having whatever it is we desire. It's our subconscious programming. 
And that can be changed and that can be upgraded. Right. Well, for the just to play devil's advocate for some people who have this question, why is it why does it seem that there's a constant PR campaign to lower consciousness and manifest a reality with suffering, which seems to go against our natural price consciousness, fifth dimensional and higher state? We have all of that. We're in a matrix. We're in a holodeck. We're playing mm-hmm. a video game. You know, I we're playing a video game. And if this video game wasn't so good, we would get bored with it really quick and it would fall apart. So uh-huh. what are we going to learn if if it's not a really good video game? It, it so it needs it needs some of that that push pull, right? Yeah, we okay. have to have that. I mean, what are we going to learn and what are we going to create if we don't have that? If right. we're just living our heaven on earth, what? what what are we going to do? We're going to go to another planet and go do something else. So this is all a video game. I know we win. I had Archangel Michael come to me in a church in Cornwall. And I did a lot of traveling for eight years. I was in between um, Europe and and Mexico and sacred sites learning for eight years after receiving the sacred activations. And um, Archangel Michael came to me in church and told me that I'd see world peace in my lifetime. Um, in early 2000, um, I was learning hypnosis and I was told to go see my hypnosis teacher. He was amazing. He studied in India. And when I went to go see him, um, he brought me into hypnosis and I saw this bird. Um, his name's Charlie and he's not a bird at all. He's actually raw energy from Egypt, but I didn't know that then until I went to Egypt is when I found that out. But anyways, he took me up over the planet. And he had me looking at the planet. And I was like sitting with him, like up in the air, you know, he says, do you see that? And I said, yes. He goes, no, do you see that? And I said, yeah, I see it. He goes, it's just a game. Mm-hmm. That's all it is, Tamara. It's just a game. Are you a winner? Or are you a loser? Right, went, right. Well, I like to win, <laughs> you know, at games. But, you know, that was my first glimpse into that around, I think it was like, 2005, six or something, that Mm -hmm. aspect of that. And it took me a long time to understand it truly, really live it like a video game. Um, But this is just a video game. So everything that is happening is for our learning. And, and, and again, it's all an inside job. You guys, you don't have to go out there and save anybody or, or get angry and fight and march. Um, And all of those are distractions. They're all things to spin you out and keep you busy. All of that fear, all that suffering is to spin you out and keep you busy so that you are not evolving yourself into that Christ consciousness. Right. You can choose to be an NPC or you can be a player in your life. Yeah. So, so then let me ask you this. Um, So there's this term of, ascended masters or ascended mastery but, but let me break this down because i think this term's got kind of alluded or master teachers um and in buddhism master teachers are just they're all buddhas they're all bodhisattvas the master teachers they have ascended their personal frequency ascended their frequency up and up to the highest level that they have mastered the game board and now they just kind of pop in and out to um provide grace and compassion where needed so at some point, since we won the game the overall, did all of us become or 
achieve ascended mastery in our future high timelines or incarnations? It doesn't matter when you do. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all on, on on this. Do we all do it if we're interested in doing it? Um, it's a process, though. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't judge yourself where you're at in your process. And just keep going down your path and keep enjoying your life. Right. Um, Eventually, everybody wins the, the video game. Of course. We there's win no the way, video game. There's no way to lose. No, we win the video game. And and the more aware we become in that collective consciousness, I mean, we're so much different than we were 10 years ago as a collective consciousness. Mm-hmm. Huge, mm-hmm. huge, huge shifts. Yeah, so we make quantum leaps. He quite, it's, it totally blows me away where we are as a collective consciousness on this planet compared mm-hmm. to 10 years ago. I mean, seriously, there's huge changes. And, and it's going faster and faster and faster. Because when one person affects one person, then that person affects that many more people. So there's no stopping it. It's like dominoes, right? It's going faster and faster. Things can shift like this. But the more we're doing this, the more those those fears and those sufferings are thrown at us to try to keep us down. Because they're trying to keep the game going. But before we know it, that will no longer hold and um, I don't want to say the game will end and everything will be over because no, it, it will just level up. Either. It'll level up to a different dimension where we're now experiencing different things on the planet. Now we're making sure that everybody has water and electricity and, and things yeah. are fine for everybody around the planet, you know, where the planet lives as whole. Yeah. That's that's typically what happens in video games when you get really, really good at mastery, basically to continue to challenge yourself so you don't get bored, you level up to a whole nother dimension. Exactly. Of the, of the exactly. game. Like a video game, we do the same thing here, but every level we're at, there's different consciousnesses and different programs that we can spin out in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so there's challenges at every level. That's the, every that's the single thing. level, there's challenges. Okay, and, so and, it's not hunky dory in the next level. There's always going to be challenges, but the challenges are appropriate to the level that you're at. Right, just like in a video game. And when you level up, like in a video game, you know how you're playing at level one, and then you get to level two, and you're all, oh my god, everything's different. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You get to level three. Oh my god, everything's different. Mm-hmm. And you got to learn your way around, and you got to recalibrate. Mm-hmm. That happens a lot with sacred activations because it will jump you. And it might take you some time to realize and recalibrate where you're at. And then you'll, again, just jump to that next level. Yeah, so we always suggest. Yeah. Is, you know, um, Tamara, is that why we're experiencing personal Mandela effects in our lives? Well, it's the collective consciousness. You know, so the personal Mandela effect, I mean, it's... It's a consciousness of maybe things that didn't even happen, but it's all put into the consciousness mm-hmm. and the collective consciousness programs. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the game is very smart. Oh, yeah. And the game and and the fears and everything else keep shifting too, to go along with the consciousness of the people. Mm-hmm. So the higher level up you go, the, the different fears and sufferings you get with it. And you just keep breaking through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've, it's funny too, because the fears are, as, as you level up, 
the fears get even more interesting. I've had um, I've had lifelong Buddhist monks who are working on crossing over to Nirvana. Their fear is to let go of all the wisdom that they get that gain. <laughs> That's a fear. That's a real fear. To 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 let go of um to let go of all of the levels that you gain and all the accolades that you gain that you've gained in the game. Yeah. And then to let go of your identity that you have achieved and yeah. all the knowledge, let it go and, and cross over to um into Nirvana and get reunited with source, with the creator. Right. But, but then you merge no back into exist. that. Then you no yeah. longer exist because you never existed. You're basically a fractal expression of the creator playing a game as your avatar. So right. um the 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 point is to let that whole avatar go so you can basically go back to yourself. But right. it is a fear that people at the very advanced levels have is to let go yeah. of all have they, oh, yeah. they have gained. It's just kind of yeah. funny. But um, they haven't, they're not letting go of what they've gained because it stays with them. And it emerges. That, that, yeah. Yeah. Consciousness is there and, and into the whole. Yeah. So you, you bring it back into the exist. fold, but you let go of yeah. the, 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 the individualized portion of yourself. Right. But right. you can always choose to go do something else. You can go back you know? into, I mean, you can go back into the many, game. How many universes are there? Yep. Yep. Millions and millions. I mean, there's all kinds of different life forms we could live and experience. Yeah. You know, I think we've all been everything on this planet. I think we've so all too. been ants and cockroaches and cats and dogs and, and rocks. Know, <laughs> oh yeah absolutely. yeah rocks yeah. you know yeah. you know you, 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 the 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 universe is always welcoming a bodhisattvas who want to come back to provide grace and service um to right. those who are still working on their way back up so you know yes. if somebody wants to learn some of these modalities that you offer what are some of the top courses that you offer on your website um, well, I teach sacred activations, um, five levels. Um, we have the first level practitioner training and then the second level, um, is masters and I've combined mastering the masters. So it's a six day training mm -hmm. and all this can be done online. All this can be done at your own pace. All the, and it's also offered live where you learn, where you receive all these codes. So you're receiving, um, over 1300 golden seals which are all these different programs. Like I ran for you tonight, uh, a couple of them And each one of these changes, hundreds, even thousands of belief systems. So, and then you're able to work with groups. And then I have a medical intuitive class, um, which is also a six day class where you're receiving um, all these gifts. You're also receiving codes from um, Arctus and it's the um, blue laser light where you can do psychic surgery with. Um, you learn to talk to the organs. You learn to talk to the different cells and do remote healing. I mean, it's really, really deep. And then I have a timeline and parallel universe class, mm -hmm. um, which is absolutely fantastic to be able to go in and remove whole lifetimes and replace experiences. I've seen huge success with this. And then I also have a world mastery class. All of this is with the sacred energies where you learn to work with the ley lines um, mm -hmm. to remote travel, to travel to different areas of the planet, and also to work with the grid system and work with weather and, and fire and all that kind of stuff. So it's a real mastery class 
of your skills. And that's the five classes in sacred activations. Yeah, so def- definitely a lot to offer there. And the, her website is in the show description. Um, Tamara, do you have a last message for people of, of fifth dimensional Earth? Yeah. Or fifth dimensional it. people of Earth, however you want to see it. Vaughn, I, I love what you say. We got this. We already won the game. Exactly. So lighten up. Have some fun. Go do what brings you joy. Make sure you go have a cup of tea with a friend. Walk in the park. What brings you joy? Go do that. That's all you have to do. And have fun. And have a good time. Wonderful. Miss Tamara Oviet, thank you for offering your lifetime of work on self-healing, spiritual awakening, six senses, and to navigate the multiverse up to the highest version of reality, we manifest with the Christ consciousness light of God within all of us, no matter our incarnational differences. So for more information about Ms. Tamara Oviet's offerings, please visit her website, which is tamaraoviet.com. And thank you kindly to our listeners for listening to another enlightening conversation. Until next time, blessings. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. For more information about today's guest, please go to the show description. For more information about Vaughn's metaphysical work, please go to MerkabaChakras.com. The views expressed today are for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Don't forget to subscribe for more interviews about the fifth dimension. Until we meet again, blessings.